Hey, into picklers! Welcome to episode nine of our podcast, Pickleball Therapy, where we talk about all things pickleball with a focus on your improvement to become the best pickleball player you can be. These next few episodes, we're going to be focusing on your mental and emotional well-being while you play pickleball, and we're really going to be giving you some specific tips and techniques that you can utilize to improve your mental strength, to improve your mental toughness, and also your emotional toughness while you play pickleball, making you a more confident and competent player. Let's get into it. Every week, players ask Lori or me about the Into Pickle Academy. They want to know more about our online courses and what they're about. If you're interested in knowing more about the Into Pickle Academy, you can visit intopickle.com and you'll be able to link to a video that explains the Into Pickle Academy. Or better yet, join us for one of our free 30-minute workshops. During the workshop, you'll learn a thing or two and learn about the Academy. See you in class. This week, I had the pleasure of interviewing Dr. Peter Scales. Dr. Scales, or Coach Pete as he's more commonly referred to, is not only a tennis coach uh, for a long time, not only a consultant to college tennis programs, uh, but he's also a psychologist by training who has spent a considerable amount of his time and energy studying the concept of, of, of mental and emotional well-being or mental and emotional training in a sports context. So his insights and his knowledge, what he brings, and, and the tips and techniques that he's going to share with us uh, during these next few episodes of the podcast, I think are really valuable if you're a pickleball player and want to improve as a player. And also if you're a pickleball player who's just, you know, maybe having a rough go of it sometimes when you're out on the court, uh, feeling uh, some pressure, feeling anxiety, feeling stress, anything like that, even just lack of focus. So you're not stressed out, but you're losing focus. There's some really good tips and techniques that uh, Coach Pete shares with us during the next few episodes that I think will really help you as a pickleball player. In preparation for my interview with Coach Pete, I had the opportunity to read his book, Mental and Emotional Training for Tennis, Compete, Learn, Honor. Don't be fooled by the qualifier for tennis in the title. The underlying concepts as well as the tips and techniques shared by uh, Coach Pete in the book and also in, in the next few episodes of our podcast apply equally to tennis as they do to pickleball. Joining us now is Dr. Peter Scales, psychologist, author, and just all-around thinker about mental and emotional training. Coach Pete, thanks for joining us today on the podcast. I had the pleasure of reading your book uh, recently, Mental and Emotional Training for Tennis, Compete, Learn, Honor. I really appreciated the content, and I appreciated the fact that you put it together in a way that uh, was easy for me to understand the concepts and also kind of bite-sized uh, pieces that I could really, you know, get my teeth into and understand, uh, without feeling like I had to get through a, you know, 80 page chapter to, to, to get to the end of a subject. One of the things that caught my eye about the book, the subtitle of the book really caught my eye. And, uh, you know, I hadn't really seen a book before with that kind of, a, a concept, uh, captured in it uh, about competing, uh, learning, but also honoring the game. And can you explain or expound a little bit on, on what you meant by that? Yeah, sure. Tony, i uh, glad to be on the podcast too. Thanks for having me. Um, you know, I, I came up with this compete, learn, honor system for my tennis coaching, high school tennis coaching um, years ago, uh, because as a psychologist, you know, I was drawn to the mental and emotional part of sports and always have been. Uh, but and there were plenty of good books out there. I mean, Brad Gilbert, Winning Ugly, Timothy Galway, Inner Game of Tennis, you know, the Jim Ware's groundbreaking work on mental toughness in sports, starting with tennis. But, but I didn't come across anything that had boiled it down really simply in a, in a really clear, simple way that you could communicate to players. 
and I include myself in that as a player um, and as a coach to communicate it to the, the students. Um, so I came up with Compete, Learn, Honor, which really boils down to this. Uh, we're going to give 100% effort at all times. That's the compete part. We're going to be open, curious, and humble learners, you know, we're always wanting to learn. And finally, by how we behave, we're going to bring credit to ourselves, our partners and doubles, our teammates, uh, our opponents, coaches, officials, our schools, our families, communities, and the game of fill-in-the-blank tennis, and in case we're talking about today, pickleball. So if you're competing 100%, if you're an open, curious, humble learner, and you're behaving with high character, bringing honor to yourself in the game and the others around you, guess what? You're a winner, regardless of your W's and L's. You're a winner. And we've had a successful season, and you're being a success on the court and probably off the court, too, if you're actually living up to that. So that's, you know, how I run the seasons. That's how I plan my practices. To We're striving to win, of course. I mean, we're trying to win. And we're training to win. But winning isn't the goal. The goal is to compete, learn, and honor, and to improve as players and as human beings. And if we do that, we've, we've done really well. And we're successes. And it sounds like what you're what you're doing is is perhaps making the winning or losing sort of an, an not an after effect, but kind of like the 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 result of of you whatever of doing the right thing. So you're out there, you're doing the right things in terms of learning, competing, honoring the game, and then win or loss is just something that results from it. The important thing is focusing on the on the honoring the game and the other the other parts of that, right? That's exactly it. I mean, you've talked about this in, on the podcast before about the process versus the outcomes. You know, the outcomes aren't unimportant. You know, we're out. Hopefully we're not out there wanting to lose. We're all out there because, you know, we'd like to win. It's more fun to win. OK, it's not it's not as much fun to lose, but it can't be no fun to lose. And that's the that's the secret. You've got to figure out a way to have enjoyment and fun and satisfaction even when you're not winning, because, you know, the harsh reality is half the people who play a pickleball match or a tennis match are going to lose half of them. And that's a lot of times that's going to be you. So, you know, if you're only having fun half the time, why are you out there? You know, the half the time you're winning, um, that that's that didn't seem to work for me. So I I really wanted to have a system. I don't even like calling it a system, but an approach, compete, learn, honor that that grounds players like when all seems lost, when you're just floundering around, remember, you're out there to compete, learn, and honor. That's what you're out there for. And like you said, the winning and losing is a byproduct of everything else. So when you focus on compete, learn, honor, you're focusing on things that you can control. You cannot control winning. You know, there's your opponent, there's the conditions, there's sometimes you're your own worst opponent. You know, we ourselves are, are the, the puzzle we have to solve that day. But if you can have the attitude that I love this game, I love solving the puzzles it presents. Sometimes I actually do solve the puzzle in, in the time allotted and the points allotted. Sometimes, you know, my opponent solves the puzzle and they were better than me that day. That's all at solving the puzzle. Um, with that kind of an attitude, you can be lifelong in playing and being around the sport instead of if it's only about winning, 
yeah, you're going to leave the sport eventually because you know you're not going to win all the time. So it's it's going to be rough for you. That's that's really helpful, Coach. And and the other thing I would uh, the other thing that comes to mind for me personally is, you know, and I, and it's it's a it's a disappointment in myself when I act this way. But there's times when I'm playing and and you know I get in my own head and I'm not uh, I I don't believe I'm I'm uh, you know rude or 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 degrading to other players on the court, but I can be to myself. In other words, like I miss a shot and then I'm mad at myself, which obviously is not pleasant, but it would seem like, you know, if my, if my metric was, you know, am I competing? Am I trying, you know, am I learning through the process? Am I honoring the game by just participating in the game? Then not only, you know, will it make me feel better in, in general about whatever the results are, but also maybe help me avoid or help players avoid myself included, help players avoid, falling into that kind of pit of self-despair where you're, you know, you can't understand why you're such an awful athlete um, because you missed a dink, you know, when really you didn't intend to miss the thing. You're just a human being who missed a shot, you know, and it's not a big deal. So that's, that's right. And, you know, when you start, it, it compounds, like you said, I mean, when you start awfulizing things, you've, you've essentially given up at some level and you've, you've slowed your brain down, you've slowed your eyes down, you're not clear, and because now you're awfulizing and you're focusing on yourself and what a horrible human being you are because you missed a dink, <laughs> you know, now you're not seeing what's happening on the other side of the net. Because the important thing in, whether it's tennis or pickleball or any other sport, the important thing is, isn't how beautiful your stroke was, how that shot was. The important thing is, what did it make your opponent have to do? And if you're all focused on, woe is me, you know, and how horrible I am because I, you know, blew that serve or blew that thing, you're not seeing what you have to, to learn. So when you fail to honor the game and, you know, realize that, you know, the love of the game is more important than the focus on yourself. When you fail to honor, you're also making it harder to learn on the fly, which is what you have to do to be able to adapt and adjust and get out of, okay, whatever pattern it is that you're unhappy with um, that's you know causing you to start awfulizing. You can't solve it by continuing to awfulize. You can only solve it by treating it as a problem that you're clear-headedly looking at and trying to figure out you know, solutions to. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. And then the, the other kind of corollary to it that I, I hadn't really, in my mind, I don't have your background as a psychologist or having you know thought about mental strength and conditioning, uh, you know, as as, a, as seriously as you have uh, for a number of years. Uh, but it kind of you know, like a, it almost it almost seemed like uh, it seemed right to me. And I'll, I'll explain it to you in a second. But basically, it sounds like a corollary now. Of what we're talking about is. To me, it's almost like uh, opponent empathy because what would happen is, and I'll, I'll tell you a quick uh, story. I was playing, uh, this is back when I played tennis. So maybe like eight or 10 years ago, I'm playing uh, singles against a, a friend who was on a tennis team, the USDA tennis team that I was on. And uh, I was up 5-1 during the set and I ended up losing the set 7-5. So afterwards, we go inside and we we're friends. We go inside, we're having a beer, we're talking and, and he could tell I was upset. And uh, so he asked me and I told him, I said, listen, I was up 5-1 come on, man, I can't lose that seven, five. And then he looked at me and, and, and it, it really clicked for me. He looked at me and he said, what am I like chop liver out there? Am I, you don't think I'm fighting and, and why do you get to go five, one and yeah. I don't get to go on a run? How, how come that's like all, only your, you know, only something you get to do. And it really, you know, clicked with me that I said, you know what, 
yeah, I mean, uh, you know, my, my opponent is fighting just like I'm fighting. He's a human being. Just He wants to win or she wants to win, right? Just like mm-hmm. I do. And so why is it that I get to win and they have to lose, right? It just doesn't, it doesn't compute if you, if you frame it that way. So, you know, I think understanding that your opponent is, is, is just like you are, you know, out there trying to compete and win uh, and kind of, you know, to some extent being, you know, happy for them, you know, or being, being, you know, like, okay, great. You know, okay. I lost and maybe that wasn't my objective, but you know what? My opponent won. And so, you know, it all balances out in the end, you know, in the bigger picture. So anyway, just a thought. No, no, that's that you're onto something there, Tony. And I like that phrase, opponent empathy. And, you know, that's one of the things I talk about in the book. It is a, a foundational part of honor, you know, and I teach honor first because that's the foundation. We're, we're ending up competing, but honor is the foundation for learning. Learning is the foundation for competing to the best that we can. So honor comes first. And one of the, one of the critical pieces of that is respecting everybody. You've got to respect your opponent because any of us who've been in sport, you know, any sport long enough know that uh, you can come back from a huge deficit and you can also, like you just recounted, you, you can blow a big lead and lose, you know, and, and sometimes it's not because we're uh, consciously being disrespectful of our opponent. Um, didn't sound like you were being consciously disrespectful, uh, but you let your foot off the gas pedal for just a little bit. And for whatever reasons, your, your opponent kept fighting and that's what can happen. So again, it's, it goes back to um, being in the now, not thinking too far ahead, not being mired in the past. Uh, the point that just happened has ended. Learn from it really quickly in between points. Uh, and then refocus for the next point. And all that matters in your world is the point you're playing right now, the stroke you're making right now, the swing you're taking right now. That's all that matters in your world. And if you can get to that space um, mentally and physically where you're committed to each swing of the paddle or racket, um, yeah, the results uh, are, your results are probably going to improve that doesn't guarantee you're going to win, but it does guarantee that you're going to give your clearest and more, most balanced and most um, committed and sure effort to every point. And, and that will end up paying good dividends on the results end, and you'll end up having more fun regardless of what the results were. Coach Pete shares these as well as numerous other concepts tips and techniques in his book mental and emotional training for tennis compete learn honor as i said at the beginning don't be fooled by the fork tennis qualifier these principles apply in pickleball you can find the book at amazon.com check it out get a copy of it read it also tune in to the following episodes of our podcast we're going to complete our interview with coach pete over the next uh, two or three episodes of the podcast it's really important information really helpful information Uh, it'll help you balance your mental and emotional state while you play pickleball. It'll help you improve your game. We apply some of these concepts to specific game type situations to really help you see how in in, incorporating these concepts, incorporating these tips and techniques into your game can elevate your enjoyment of the game and also your performance. Thanks for tuning in this week. If you enjoyed the podcast, share it with your friends. If you like the podcast, they'll probably like it too. Stay safe and see you next week.